0: I appreciate you tuning in. I got a special treat for you here. Got a man who, he's been uh, not new to the media or anything like that, but he's kind of new to YouTube. And I've been checking him out pretty much since he popped up. Uh, He's got a special show. I know you're used to all these prison channels, everybody, and everybody's the same. Like, they're interviewing the same guys, they're doing the same stuff and all that. No disrespect to anybody, but I'm kind of trying to find a few different people and stuff like that, and this one is, y'all. Uh, he's got a channel that is super, of course, prison-related. It's prison channel. But it's more like a prison news channel. It's something else. I don't know. Uh, I'll let him explain to you because when you watch it, you're going to learn stuff that's happening that you did not know about. He goes into heavy detail. He's not scared to say their names, although I did ask him not to say their names on my channel. You know what I'm saying? But he goes into detail with names, dates, Police reports, uh, offense reports. Man, this dude does some stuff that nobody is doing, and he's in the great state of Florida. So it's actually a lot of action. As y'all watch on YouTube, it's a lot of action and stuff going on in Florida. So introduce yourself, brother. Tell him your name, uh, tell him your channel, tell him your IG, tell him your Facebook, tell me shoe size, whatever you want to <laughs> tell him right now for real.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, my name is Moliere Dimash. I'm the host of the Convict podcast. Um, my IG just started, uh, Moliere underscore Dimash. Um You can reach me at my website. Oh, uh,
0: spell it, man. We're from Texas. We don't know how to spell that, man. Spell it. <laughs> yeah, M-
1: Moliere M O L I E R uh, E, Dimash, D I M A N C H E. And if you can't remember that, just type in Google how to say Sunday in French, and it'll come up spelled correctly. Um, how to my- say
0: Sunday in French?
1: Yeah, Sunday in French, yeah. um, My What's website up? is expressions.com. My email, expressions at yahoo.com. Reach out to me anytime.
0: Okay, cool, cool. And that's a lot. So we'll, just, we'll kick that at the end also, you know what I mean? Sure. What's up with that? Say French on Sunday. What's the deal with that?
1: I'm Haitian, you know, and uh, my family is the, the Dimash family. That's my bloodline. So, you know, um, if, if they was from the United States, my name would be Larry Sunday or, or, or something like that. You know what I mean? So, oh,
0: really? Oh, yeah. oh. so it's literally the translation of how yep. to say. It. Okay, my bad. I thought it was like an article you wrote or something like that. No, that, no that,
1: that, that's on my birth certificate. That's my real name.
0: You're also a writer too, right?
1: Yes, sir. I'm the author of the book, It Takes a Criminal to Know One, How the Inspector General and I are One and the Same.
0: Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> uh, let's start off also. Check this out. I know because I'm your fan. You're also part of uh, a landmark legislation, some rule change out there for some safety inside of the prison. What was that about? What'd you do? Just kind of uh, safety in the prison. Um,
1: you're talking about the federal case law.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what rare. happened? Hold on, honest, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. Fellas, women, this fella has a federal case law, bro. That's so rare. A uh, oh, man, actually. Have not told you a man in my family has one too. I'll show it to you, brother. But we're gonna talk about yours right now. Uh, tell them about it and even how it became and everything, the basis of it and all that. Cause that's super major, man.
1: Yeah, man. Um, like like you said, down here in Florida, it's it's dead serious, man. When you start um uh fighting the powers that be, man, you know, um when I was in prison, I was at uh Liberty Correctional Institution and you know I was writing the grievances about the prison conditions and all that. And um, they didn't like that. So, what they decided to do was gas me with tear gas to scare me out of my ways. It was an attempt to kill me in there. You know what I'm saying? By the grace of God, I survived it. And it pushed me to the point, you know, instead of being afraid of the system, I, I would just, it put me in fuck it mode. You know what I mean? I just said, you know what? I'm, 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 they're going to have to kill me. So, I kept it going. And while I was in there, you know, I studied litigation and how inmates uh, put things into the courts against the officers, and I pursued it. And uh, in the end, they published a federal case law about it. And the uh, federal appeals court in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia, they uh, they actually flew a judge in from Texas that to be on uh, that panel. And um, they sided with me on everything. They said that I was right. And uh, what it did. Um, when I filed my grievance, instead of filing the grievance with the institution that gassed me about them gassing me, I went straight over their heads. Now, with the prison grievance process, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to follow the steps. But I'm like, well, hell, I mean, they gassed me for filing grievances. What do you think going to happen if I tell them that they gassed me for filing grievances? You know what I'm saying? So I went over their head and they didn't process it because I didn't follow the steps. So when I appealed it, the Court in Atlanta said the same thing. Like, why in the hell should he file a grievance with y'all for trying to kill him if, if that was the case? So the craziest part about it, they, in that law, they made it safe for inmates to go over the prison's heads with their grievances. Like, if an inmate feels like these correctional officers have my life in danger, I can skip them now. You see what I'm saying? That's in federal law now. So any inmate now, and whoever uh, went over the prison's heads and they were afraid that something was going to happen to them, they don't have to be scared no more. It's legal now. You can do that. So,
0: let me clarify this one second. Hold on a second. Uh, so everybody knows you did your time in Florida, okay? Everybody, we're talking about the state of Florida here because I'll explain in a second how it's a little different in Texas. But you, so actually, when your case law come into effect, everything, actually did change. They they actually start following it.
1: Man, a whole bunch of things changed. What it was, I was the first person to move to make them put audio surveillance in the confinement units because that was the way they was getting away with the gases. They'll say, yeah, oh, this inmate, he was kicking on the door and all of that. The video would show them stepping to your door, but it can't hear nothing. So they don't know whether he was kicking or not. They just take the officer's word for it. When they published my case law, they did two crazy things. One, they put audio surveillance in all of the confinement units in Florida the, the next week. So then after that, they remanded the case for me to hold a public trial to where, you know, I didn't have a lawyer. You know what I mean? I got to go to court for three days and prosecute these people. Like I got to put them on the stand and they was answering my questions. Like I got them under oath wow. I lie to the jury. Like, man, that was the craziest thing I ever went through in my life. And it was fun.
0: That's awesome, brother. That's like so serious. Like, what do you call that? No fun. till the rabbits got the gun. Well, you it had ain't that- no
1: fun. When the rabbit got the gun, Jack and I, I had that, I had that Mossberg.
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah. That big 12 games, man. That's something else. Uh, has that ever even happened before?
1: Not in the history of the world, dog. Never happened. No, a, a former inmate prosecuting his old masters, dog. Like that, it's never happened.
0: Ever. The slave got the whip on their ass, the, man. That's, the, hey, man, the slave listen. got
1: the whip, Jack.
0: That's what I was waiting on you to even explain to these people, cause I already knew what you were saying, bro. I was just waiting on you, cause that's super special, man. Listen, uh, there, I have a man on my channel. His name is Mr. Larry. He came out after 42 years with a PhD and. He told me he started his 42 years with filing lawsuits right away. You know what I mean? He said he got on their ass the whole 42 years, and I he said it helped. It works, man. You know what I mean? To keep them people knowing that you got a mind and keep them off your back, man. But yeah, what that, that, did, that, that,
1: that's uh, why you know I'm che- I cherish the word convict, dog, because you know there are 99 percent of lawyers. You can go to your the, the closest private attorney near you. He ain't got no case law. You see what I'm saying? He ain't published no book. And a lot of people will look at the things that I do and say, man, you you got some achievements. But first and foremost, I'm a convict. So when you see the things that I do, you have to remember that any other convict that you see, he might be able to do the same thing. So you don't look at no ex-convict and say, oh, well, he's going to do this and do that. No, it's something that you might not know about.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, listen, man, that's what... uh... I ran all that up right there for the guys that only tune in three, four minutes and they turn it off. Now, we're going to get into it for the real true fans. And I'm I'm blessed right now, bro. My channel's doing good and I'm having a lot of fans. So, uh, Congratulations. thank you. I wanted to know about you, man. And come on over and check you out because <clears throat> you're not, you're not in my lane. You're definitely not going to take none of my shine. You're going to have something right next to me. You know what I mean? Cause you're, you're doing your own thing, man. And they got mm-hmm. to let's back it up. Uh, how old were you when you first went to prison? When I
1: uh, got arrested, I was 19.
0: Oh, and, man.
1: Uh, I, I was young, man. Young and stupid.
0: How long did they give you when you are 19?
1: 10 years.
0: 10 years, huh? How much did you do on a 10? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Is that normal out there or were you acting bad? What was going on?
1: No, um, it was kind of a mix. Because th- to be real with you, uh, on the way out, I had a little ways to go. Out the blue, they gave me all the game time I never earned and booted me up out of there, man. I don't. To this day, I don't know how that happened. You know what I mean? They they, they gave me a bunch of game time and say, "Take your ass home."
0: You know why they was scared? You were gonna write another case on their ass, man. But they didn't know you were gonna get out here and do this, so they would have kept you in there, bro. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well,
1: you you know what's crazy about that? I'm actually more of a threat to them in there. You know what I mean? Because um, it, it's crazy how that turned out because in there. I put over, I put about 30 petitions in the courts on behalf of, you know, inmate conditions and other inmates. I haven't put anything in the court since I've been out. You know what I mean? And that's the key to making them make the the necessary changes because, you know, when you go through their process, they govern that. You see what I'm saying? They, they make, they, they resolve their own issues. So you're always going to get the rubber stamp the whole way through. It's not till you take them to court to where they really start shuffling their feet. I ain't put them in court since I've been out. So um, while my podcast is bringing light to a lot of the things that they do, um, you know, it's not forcing their hand on paper.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I understand. Uh, So you're putting that muscle on them out there. You're just putting a little spotlight on them. But, hey, guess what? The right person will probably see what you're doing, man, because you are bringing – you're putting out details and everything like this. Uh, So, listen, when you were 19, did you hit a – one of those juvenile compound type things or was it straight to an adult facility or what?
1: Straight to the adult facility. And you know, by the time I got sentenced, um, I was kicking down 21, you know what I mean? So I'm thinking, you know, in Florida, 24 and, and younger, they go to the YO facilities. They sent me straight to the adult camps.
0: Straight to the adult. Was that cause you had the 10 piece probably? I,
1: I, I think it was, I, I'm not really sure because, um, from what I understand, you know, they have to give you that Y.O. status in the courtroom. But, you know, I didn't have no room to, to do any kind of negotiations because I went to trial. You know what I mean? Okay. Normally, when you get them Y.O. treatments, you, it, it comes in a plea deal. You cop out to something and they have all these stipulations in there. I went to trial and, and, and lost. You know what oh, I mean? God. So it was straight to the big house.
0: When you went to trial and lost, that's even wild. Very few people do that, man. My brother actually went to trial and lost. You, uh, when you went to trial and lost, what was your honest, true expectations of winning? Did you think you'd win?
1: Oh yeah, I definitely thought I would win. And the the, the crazy part about my trial, I was charged with a burglary and a grand theft. And you know, uh, a lot of people you hear a lot of talk about unlawful convictions and all of that. And the the reason that we get so many is because the waters get murky. In them courts, when you gotta sift through the fine print of everything, you'll never get to the to the truth. And in my case, I was charged with a grand theft second degree and a burglary. The jury acquitted me of the burglary. So common sense will tell you, if I broke into your house and let's say I stole a ring worth fifty thousand dollars, if I didn't break into your house, dog, I didn't steal your ring.
0: You see what right. I'm saying? So, course. but but uh, the, the
1: the the waters get murky when you're dealing with. Uh, crimes that have less inc- included offenses. You see what I'm saying? Like if you got a murder, right? Let's say uh, you, you do a robbery and somebody gets killed. You get in charged with a murder, a less included, included crime of that would be involuntary manslaughter. But guess what? You don't get the benefit of that involuntary manslaughter because the evidence shows you did it on purpose. You came right. in there, you did a kick, though. There's no way we're going to consider that. All when right. it comes to nonviolent crimes like grand theft, you don't think about that the fact that grand theft third degree is a uh, lesser included offense. You just see grand theft, you think it's the same. But if I stole that $50,000 ring, what evidence do they have to suggest that I stole something worth less than $50,000? You see what I'm saying? But when you got to go through all of that, it's too confusing. And that was the case with me. The jury said I wasn't guilty of uh, the burglary, but since uh, the, the, the state made a case that I was in another county with somebody else, trying to sell it they said the act the actual the act of selling it was grand theft third degree but it's like hold up i wouldn't charge with none of that they still sent me to prison for it they found a way no matter what to get you that's what happened you're going down i mean especially if you got a public defender man and and at the times that's what i had
0: let me ask you this because this is very important what you're saying and a lot of people watch these channels for advice all right uh would you ever do that again hell no No, hell no. Say that again. Hell no, right? Hell,
1: to be clear, hell no. Hell no. My brother, listen,
0: now for my brother brother, 10, 20, and then 10. He said no to all that, went to trial and got a 50, man. It was crazy, and they railroaded him at that, so that's kind of advice to the children. Man, that murky system is made so you cannot navigate it, man. It's made so you got to have a law degree and he might not understand it properly. You know what I mean? You get trapped in the system your ass is grass basically and like he's telling it's you. A wrap, uh,
1: unless you got money for an attorney and, and most people who can afford the prices that attorneys is, is putting out there, they ain't committing no crimes or they ain't involved in none of that type of stuff. I was just to say that. Yeah, listen, I, if
0: you can actually afford an attorney, you have no right to be out of committing the crime. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, yeah.
1: exactly. So, I, and It's just so crazy because You know, you can literally go to uh, the Orange County website, the Clerk of Courts, and it'll show you what I was charged with, and it'll show you they have the file that shows what my less included defenses were. It says none, and I still went to prison for a less included defense Uh, that I wasn't even charged with, and then the jury acquitted me of the burglary. So it's like, why am I in prison? But you know, that's just how it goes.
0: It's like my daddy always said, man, just stay out the system and you ain't gotta worry about the system. And my dumbass kept going into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and, so listen, then- when that happened, when that happened, I wanted to ask you though, Uh you were 19 years old. You say you got sentenced at about 21, and I know that was a bunch of BS that happened when you hit that system when you first bitter when you like angry, like man, this is some BS. I know you were had to be like, man, this is crazy what just happened.
1: No, not not really, because to be honest with you, I'm I'm the type of person that make my mind up quick. You know what I mean? So when I got there, I said, dog, this is what it is. You're going to fold or you're going to break. You know what I mean? I got there. I seen all that damn barbed bar, wire. I seen all of these dudes that, that look rough and tough. I'm a youngster. So I'm like, man, you know, I'm either going to go at it with these boys. I'm a fold. And, you know, it, it, it was more like, you know, a, a lot of us, we we did a lot of things that we didn't get caught. for. You know what right. I mean? And, and I believe in God. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, OK, maybe even though I didn't do what sent me here maybe this is God's punishment to me for things that I did in the past.
0: I respect. Hey, I've told myself that before, too. And you know what? I actually did tell my big brother that. and He like definitely wanted to spit on me. He couldn't handle that. But he, like my big brother was the man around here that had several houses, all the cars. And he got away for most of his life, man. So, you know, it's, it's karma. And then rest in peace to my big brother. He died on the inside, man. That's what happened, you know. But rest it's just peace. no... Yeah, thank you. The whole reason I do this show, man, is because I want to show the kids, more. like we just said, that you don't want to get trapped in that system. You'll try to get out. You can't. And two, that there's men like me and you that have done a lot since we get out, bro. We're not stuck, and we don't let that define us. And I'm not even going to get heavy into your prison experience or anything like that, because that is not what defines you, man. And when I watch your channel, and what I want to tell everybody about it is you actually have a channel where you keep your foot on the neck of the D.O.C. Like, for real, for real. It's not a game. It's not a joke. And, dog,
1: they hate it. I mean, from what I see, I got the only channel where the correctional officers come in there and, you know, talk shit to me. You know what I mean? Like, tell the whole story, blah, blah, blah. That's not how it happened. And and I will ask them, what am I missing? And it's always crickets. You know what I mean? One of them just came and told me to eat poop. He said that because, you know, I did a video about um, one of the inmates uh, who got beat and the the officer that beat him got arrested. The officer came, one of his co-workers came and told me that officer beat the the case so I can eat poop and suck on the toe. So I'm like, man, let me look into this. The dude didn't even beat the case. But, you know, they, they, they that ready to talk to me for covering the issue. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Have ever, <laughs> listen, have
0: you ever had any type of fear of retribution or anything? Because listen, when I watch your channel, I think, man, this dude, yeah, he's kind of brave. You know what I mean? He's really putting his foot on his neck. You not worried about that at all?
1: Well, when, when when you when you get into the line of work that I get into, it's one of three categories you can fall under: brave, crazy, and don't give a fuck mode. Yeah, I might be a mix of all three. I don't know, but I really don't care you know what i mean because it's to the point to where like they pushed me so far when i was in prison to where if i got of up and you know it, it, i'm not the easiest person to catch off guard but you know if they if they do they're good but if it gets to that point to where you slip it, you, you you shoot for the boss you better not miss that that's yeah. all i'm gonna say because if i catch you it's gonna be on my podcast
0: already i tell you what man i've seen some stuff on there that uh I did not realize, see, we got a lot of that same stuff going on here in Texas, but there is nobody here talking about it, and I, I haven't even done it. I kind of stayed away from that on purpose, but uh, see, the other Florida channels, you know what I'm saying? They, they've been kind of salute to them. They've been doing a lot of I don't know if you would say exposing, glamorizing, showing it off, or whatever, but they've actually been showing that a lot of stuff been happening in you all system, and this is what I wanted to ask about that. Uh, shout out to my friend, Mr. Larry. Listen, we recently had Five murders in Texas, okay, in a system. Four of them were Hispanic guys, one of them was a white guy. All five of them killed their cellmates. All five of them right now are facing the death penalty. You know what I mean? That's what slowed down the deaths in Texas. Nobody's gonna come up to you and slash you with a razor, no crazy shit, unless they're ready to kill you, man. And it's not a game. They're not nobody's trying to mark you up. That's crazy. Like if I'm trying to put a mark on you. I'm playing with you, man. No, they're gonna, probably, bro, they're gonna come try they're gonna come in your life in Texas, you know what I mean? And that's what they do here because they know they're gonna have to face that damn needle, man. And uh what are they doing to y'all guys out there? If you poke somebody in Florida, what happens, man? That's what Texas wants to know.
1: Well, uh, it it really depends, man. Um, I did a video called uh the other the other killers and I talked about a few of the guys um that have uh killed. Now, you know, it it's two part because Nine times out of ten in Florida, an inmate just gonna mark you up. But when you do get the murders, they don't really get punished. You know what I mean? And and the 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 video that I actually did on that, I talked about three cases. One guy crushed the dude's windpipe in there. They dropped his charges. The other guy, he was a homosexual. He stabbed up his lover for giving him HIV. He got seven years. Ran concurrent with the sentence he was already doing. Wow. And the other one, it was a gangland hit from the streets. It was a guy who who killed two Latin kings at a strip club down south. Uh, The Latin kings put a hit on his head. The Latin kings killed him in the prison and the guy that that killed him, he got seven years.
0: Damn, really? Uh How many murders do y'all have a year down there? Is there a lot of murders mostly just slashings and stabbings?
1: It's mostly just slashings and stabbings. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, uh, it, it's crazy because a lot of the dudes that uh, th- that that go head first like that, they don't even be having a lot of time. So you know, they, I, I don't think that their intentions are to kill. You never know until you're in that situation. But um, right. you know, it, it's mostly just slashings
0: and stabbings, and it's very rarely. I they don't want to save my. listen, let's not diminish or minimize slashings or stabbings either. That's pretty fucking crazy, but that's just not a kill shot, and it is a difference. You know what well, I mean? Let's-
1: It's very serious because uh, the guy that got killed uh, by the Latin Kings, the first attempt on him was at a different institution. They slashed his face to mark him so that the other Latin Kings knew to kill him. You know what I mean? He got slashed up first, they transferred him, and then he got killed.
0: Yeah, they. Oh, man. So it's a serious deal. So if you get cut and slashed, you pretty much need to go to PC around there?
1: You might as well. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't matter why you got Slash that you know when you get that buck fifty anywhere you go, people are gonna start digging into you because it's like, okay, if he got a buck fifty and he ain't saying nothing, he right. was he was a blood a crib he 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 was affiliated with something and he got xed out. We need to find out why he got xed out, and if it's serious enough, somebody might kill you
0: right, I'll be damned, yeah, man, I tell you' uh, they started actually prosecuting murders here in nineteen eighty four and in nineteen eighty four the last murder of the year was my homeboy, man. Uh, shout out to him. He beat the case, okay? And when he beat the case, a police officer, he's a black man, a police officer, a white man, and a Hispanic man came and testified on his behalf, and he got found not guilty. That's the reason he can even still talk about it, you know what I mean? And he was actually found not guilty, but that year, there were 25 murders. The next year in Texas, we had 24 murders, but and that was the peak. I think that was the peak of our little time, but there was also 500 stabbings and 600 stabbings, I believe, those years, so five to 600 people a year was taking the iron in them and 25 of them was dying, you know what I mean, and that really has slowed down a lot here because the fact that prosecuting guys, like, I mean, people still die all the time, but you're going to get a six-month lockdown and you're going to go to the county jail, man, and it's just not not worth it.
1: And see, they, 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 they don't do enough for that in Florida, and unfortunately, uh, 99% of the deaths that happen in uh, the Florida Department of Corrections, it was the guards that killed the inmates. It, it, it was, it's not, you don't really find inmates killing each other all the time. You got inmates who will stab each other up. You got people who will, you know, assault people and, and mess them up real bad. But you don't have as many uh, uh, deaths at the hands of inmates as you do as of the officers. That's why, you know, we got this epidemic down here in Florida, and we always in the news. Every time you turn on the news. And it's the Florida prison system. It ain't because the inmate killed another inmate. It's because uh, uh, the, the, the the biggest one that happened uh, lately was the inmate that recorded the 12 officers on the cell phone that he had in there jumping on uh, an inmate at a late correction institution. That's the type right. of stuff that, that you see on the news with the Florida prison system. It's, it's the guards.
0: Okay, so that brings me straight to it. Uh, one, I'm gonna say they need you down there, man. They better be glad they got you, man, for real, right now, because you're gonna be the one to keep that going. Two, everything that we're seeing right now is Florida cell phone footage. And we all know that you're not bringing in a cell phone unless the guard gives it to you. So what's going on right there? Y'all have the uh, world's crookedest guards in Florida? What's happening? Hell yeah.
1: Listen, uh, in in Florida, man, it's all about the money, man. And um, when uh, we had Rick Scott as a governor, he took the cigarettes off the canteen. And by doing that, that increased the corruption because like, you can get $100 for a pack of uh 305s you know a pack of 305s ain't nothing but a dollar and ten cent I could turn that into a hundred dollars at some camps you could turn it into 200 so uh, a a prison guard is like damn I could spend ten I could spend a hundred dollars on these cigarettes right now and come back home with a thousand dollars this week yeah.
0: they did it for themselves huh they did yeah. it so they have more
1: revenue yeah more revenue and money talk it, it don't matter to who money's gonna talk
0: you see, people so- don't understand. Listen, check this out. This is what, what I'm going to tell you. What you don't, the guards inside of penitentiaries, a lot of them are scared to bring that drugs into you, but they ain't scared ever to bring in some, no tobacco because they won't even get nothing except fired. Okay. But like he's saying, brother, listen, one pack of cigarettes in the feds was $400 once you broke it down. Yeah, wow. it was one smoke was five bucks. You break it down into four, and it's 20 times 20. There goes four hundred dollars, man. The guard just sold it to you for a hundred, and he paid a dollar. So yeah, it, what you're saying is actually happening everywhere, but they just actually pulled a move out there so they could start doing it, huh?
1: Exactly. Well, I, I think Rick Scott, he he probably could, he didn't predict it going down like this, but when it did happen, and Correctional guard see, like, damn, these dudes are chain smokers. I can make some money off of this. The crooked mm-hmm. is guards. The it it it, it 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 it's indiscriminate. It'll be the guards that that's out here beating up inmates and all of that, he going to make some money at the same time because it's that much of a profit margin. Ain't nobody going to turn down a, a chance to make some real money.
0: Are the Florida guards kind of low paid like they are in Texas? They're low paid here. Well, it,
1: it depends on what, what what you describe as low paid because, uh, you know, some of them, they make six figures depending on what, uh, what job title they have, but they start out anywhere between 30 and 40,000 a year. Um, it, it, that, I guess that could be considered low pay in Florida because, uh, you know, uh, the cost of living is, is, is not expensive, but it ain't cheap neither. So,
0: right, right. It,
1: it, it's hard to say. It depends on your perception of Oh,
0: yeah. uh, They don't make that much here in Texas, but our cost of living is very low here. You can get a house for cheap and stuff like that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. man, I'm trying to think of a few more things I want to ask you because, uh, hey, matter of fact, shoot out your info one more time right now. Just tell them everything you got.
1: Yeah, um my Instagram is uh moliere underscore Dimanche That's M-O-L-I-E-R-E underscore D-I-M-A-N-C-H-E. Um the YouTube is the Convict Podcast. And you can reach me at molierexpressions.com or MolierExpressions at Yahoo.com. And
0: right. um, about the book too, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The book It Takes a Criminal to No One. You can get it on Amazon. And um that's Pretty much it. Um, if I could think of anything else, I would talk about um the uh the prison oversight committee.
0: I wanna yeah, well listen, that was the last thing that I was gonna ask you about. Uh you were actually responsible for another big thing out there and kind of got played with a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yes, sir. Um when I started my podcast and, and, and I was going over these uh, mysterious deaths that happened to the inmates. I went an extra mile and I I started contacting the relatives of those inmates and um, I got them all together and I started reaching out to our state representatives and I put these family members on the phones with these representatives so that they can tell them how uh, their loved one being killed in the Department of Corrections by the guards, how that affected their lives. So after I started doing that, I started getting phone calls from the representatives asking me you know, if I had suggestions on different solutions. And the most important thing that I suggested to them was a prison oversight committee uh, headed by the relatives of these deceased inmates that would oversee uses of force in the Department of Corrections. And um, it ended up going through. Uh, one of the representatives down here uh, actually uh, put that bill into motion to get that oversight committee started. And in the end, when the ball started uh, rolling on that, um, a nonprofit organization muscled their way into the situation and took 100 percent of the credit for that. And it pissed me off. You know, uh, they actually reached out to me again to be a part of it. And I declined because it's like, you know, uh, if, if, if if you pull me one time, that's a shame on me. If you fool me two times, it just ain't gonna happen. You know what yes. I mean? So. Uh, nice. th- th- this this organization they took credit for it And they're touting it and I was the one that Put in the work to do it and I had to Apologize to the families For even getting their hopes up that it, that Shit hurt me dog you know what I mean Because I, I let them know our Representatives are listening our representatives Are going to make this work for you guys And in the end a non organization Stepped all over that and I couldn't Deliver on my promise so you know
0: I gotta yeah. be A, l- a so little more act- careful they Creating the oversight committee uh they did create the oversight committee now. They did. Who's on it? Who's uh, who's on it?
1: Uh, the the uh the members of that nonprofit organization.
0: Oh really? Oh wow! So they put themselves in in all kinds of power. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. But oh, uh, let's hope man, you know what? I don't even have much faith in that oversight committee to do the right thing after people do that type of stuff, man. So that is a terrible, what the hell, man? That's crazy. And, and,
1: and, and it's crazy because you got to be experienced and you got to know what to look for. And, you know, there was a lot of people really upset about that because they were like, man, you know, there's no better person than him to look for the stuff that's going wrong. You got a bunch of people that never even been to prison going to, they're, they're tasked with Uh, looking for loopholes in the use of force procedure ain't never even read it, so I don't have no hope in them uh, being effective.
0: Nah me neither man that's just disrespectful from the start brother hey man I just want to tell you so much thank you for coming on my show man like I've been how long have I even been bugging you to come on for a while?
1: Man it's been a little minute you know I've been doing a little bit of this a little bit of that and I'm gonna just say this you're the only prison show that I would come on you know I, I got some featured channels on my show um Hopefully you can get uh, Jordan K Hill on here, man. She a trip, dog. But um, you know, it, it, it's very few people I would even come on their show. You know what I mean? But real and in real, I'm gonna always recognize real. And I feel like a like a in the islands. You know, you can feel people's spirit. You know what all I right, mean? I, I I can feel your spirit, and I know you know we birds of a feather. So I'm, I'm flocking with y'all all day, bro.
0: Man, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, man. I'm I, I'm actually listening to. Uh, Maybe I'll get my courage up a little bit to do some of the stuff you're doing. You know what I mean? Because it is it is available here and I can put a hundred links to things that people need to know, man. But I'm a little bit scared of some of that negative attention. So I really do. That's natural, me.
1: though. That's natural. And what I want people to understand, you, you, you guys have to understand this. The system works, okay? The Constitution works. Everything works. But there are always going to be people who stand in the way of all of that you were born in america you have rights that constitution is of the best thing ever created the way that it applies to us there's always going to be people that's going to stand in your way of knowing what your rights are don't let them do it because in the end even if you got to go through the battlefield you're entitled to those rights and the system works i'm a ex-convict with a case law that should tell you everything you need to know
0: it does brother and i tell you what we're gonna close it right there man and uh I thank you so much. I want you, I want you to come comment. I'm pinning your comment. That way they can find your channel very easy. I'm going to put the link in there and everything. And we're probably going to have to end up going into a part two a little bit more. But everything that you're telling them, they can go straight to your channel and look up the details. Man, this man going to tell you the names, numbers, everything. He's got so much stuff on there. And literally, listen, Florida right now is taking off and getting a lot of attention you're the channel that they need to be watching. No disrespect to nobody else, but you're the guy that's totally different. If y'all are starting to get bored with these prison channels and they're getting on your nerves and it seems like you're seeing the same shit all the time, his channel's not like that, guys. So I really need everybody to go subscribe to him, hit that bell. Get them numbers up, man. For real, bro. Thank you so much, man. You have a good new year, brother. And I'll now, talk to I, you. I, I
1: appreciate you. And part three, four, five, six, ten. I'm flocking with y'all the way, Jack.
0: Man, I already. Listen, my channel's not going to change directions. I'm staying like this. I'm a daddy now, man. I'm a father. Man. Good. Tr- That's it, man. You know, well, I got twins. Daddy, congratulations. I'm not what I'm trying to say.